Hi everyone, I'm Tayo Biru. And I'm Eniola Hu. You're welcome to To Be Continued, a podcast where Nollywood and real life intersect. Okay, so Tayo, are you ready for what I have for you today? I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today I'm going to talk about well, our topic is about revenge, and I'm going to be telling you about the movie I watched regarding mm-hmm. that. I watched The Startup. Have you seen it? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I just saw that, like, last week or two weeks ago. Okay, so tell me. Tell me the story. Awesome. Okay, okay. So, I'm going to tell you the story, but the reason I wa- I picked it is because, you know, I've been seeing a lot of comments, really polarizing comments on Twitter about it. So, I was like, listen, I have to be honest. Really? Like, what? Like, what were people saying? Oh, some people were like, oh, I hate this movie. It's just so confusing what's going on. And some people were like, God, this is one of the best movies out of Nollywood. I'm like, how can one movie be so polarizing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I definitely, I was literally in the middle of a Yoruba movie and somebody called and said, hey, you should see the setup. I'm like, you know what? That's it. And I turned off the Yoruba movie and switched over. (laughs) So (laughs) so that's, yeah, so that's it. So anyway, um, well, the movie, I'll say in summary, is about crime, revenge, and family. Um, and funny enough, one of the producers, I went to school with her, she's a friend, Zulu, shout out to Zulu. And then obviously, um, under her company and everything. And I don't know if you know this writer, Nia Kimalaya, like, he, mm-hmm. like I believe, yes, he's written quite yeah, a lot sorry. of like blockbusters, Nollywood blockbusters, mm-hmm. the modern ones that people love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, in terms of the story, so it's really about a woman um, who had scores to settle with this super wealthy family, very wealthy and powerful family called the Alessias, for something egregious they had done to her in the past. And this woman was played by Tina Mba, and her name mm-hmm. is Madame Eniton in the movie. And she ran like a bunch of illicit like businesses, you know. And so she had like clients who would come to her to like either scam people or drug business. Essentially anything that EFCC is looking for, she's in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any vice in Nigeria. She's there. Anything. So um and she lived in this really huge home. I don't know if actually maybe she she probably lived there. Yes, yeah, she did. And they had all these like girls there that were there to please men. And she actually also trained them like, you know, assassins and you know, so um she would also have clients come up to her if they needed to do like a sting operation or scam someone mm-hmm. or steal something. Um and so that's the life she's living. But anyway, we'll find out the connection with her and this this wealthy Elisha family. As I tell mm-hmm. you the story. So in the movie, she comes in contact with Adesua, Adesua's character, Chike. So Adesua played this girl called Chike. And this other actress, Candy Bankali, two gorgeous, great actresses. So I, obviously, obviously, that's like a killer combination. Mm-hmm. And so she is like this really poor girl. Um, and she's friends with Chike, who is played by Adesua. And um, um, the first time that... Um, Tinamba's character comes in contact with these two women. is doing a drug bust. NDLE, they came to get them. But I'll mm. tell you about that one later. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? Let me tell you about the drug bust because it kind of leads to my next point. So, basically, Adesua is the child of her father was a like a sort of like like he was like a drug lord slash. Like another criminal. He was like, a, yeah, he was, but he was like a a top criminal, basically. Yes. Yeah, like he killed people even in front of his kid. Like he didn't give mm-hmm. a fuck, you know. And then her mother was a sex worker, and um, in the so the 
where you see her coming, um, Tinamba's character, Eniton, or Madame, come in contact with Adisua and um, Kendi Bankoli is um, doing a drug raid where NDLE comes for the girls. Mm -hmm. And she's like, hey, you know, I found out that you're, you, the average man gets caught after three trips to, um, you know, mulling drugs internationally, but you were able to do 15. And this was like 20, actually. She's like, NDLE is coming for you. You better run. Anyway, here's my card, the academy, call me. And I just want them to look outside and they start making their way up the stairs. Anyway, they escaped and they later call um, Tinamba's character. Then they joined the academy and um, they rose to the top, actually, because these are, you know, two girls from mm -hmm. a very, they, they've all, they were already raised to be street smart and they're also very smart. So it yeah. just was like a perfect combination with beauty and everything to rise to the top, I guess. And um, so they hired Adiswa's character to help uh, boy, Jim Ike. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> Are we talking about the return of Jim Ike? Like, I, when I saw him, I started screaming before he even spoke. I love Jim Ike. Yes. I feel like we have a weird, like, I mean, when I say we, I mean Nigerians. Yes. We have like a very weird relationship to certain stars who I yep. feel like, like, I feel like I shouldn't love Jim Ike this much, but That's today I... in 2020 as a, like, I'm in love with this guy. Same. And I've been, from the first day I saw Jim Ike, I have to say, like, I was glued. Like, he's magnetic. The guy mm -hmm. is a superstar. Like, there's mm -hmm. there's really nothing anyone can do. And he can't help it. He mm -hmm. really can't help it. Like, he's literally like a magnet for like, and you fame. And you know why I love Jim Ike, too? Because he'll fucking go there. Like, he doesn't exactly. care. Jim Ike will do whatever the fuck needs to get done. You know what? <laughs> Speaking of whatever the fuck needs to get done... I'm, when I'm analyzing his, like, acting, I'm going to say something very related to that. But it's really interesting <laughs> you say that. Um, so anyway, so they hired Adesua to help um, Jim Ike's character, who, Jim Ike's character, it was called Edem. Some people called him Uncle Edem, to marry into the Alessio family. And the Alessio family was Joke Silva, Dakura Igwesin, and Ayola, the guy from Skinny, Skinny Girl in Transit. Ooh, I love him, too. Right, right. He's so so I uh, he's he's really cute. I actually saw him one day at Terra Culture. Um, I think he was doing the more me play and he ran out of his costume. Bitch, is he fine in real Honey, life? Let me tell you, that's I knew it. He I looks knew. like ah, I he knew. looks like a polished like what's that word? Ah. What's that word when they spray wood to shine? <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks like a very polished piece mm -hmm. of ebony or something and he's he has this goofy look to about him that i think is kind of endearing as well anyway mm. please me i'm not here for a uh, cishet man because uh, jim ike is the only cishet man I'll, man i'll ever stand for so let's just you know what's funny people say that um olumide looks like jim ike you know what's funny i don't think that is okay so, so everybody olumide is the person i'm married to yeah, I think it's the, their eyes. They have like big, yeah. Eyes. So I was like, Oh my god, you look like Jim. I, I <laughs> at first I used to roll my eyes, and I'm like, You know what? My should I say teenage acting icon, you know, male icon looking like my partner? I guess not too, mm -hmm. I'm not doing too badly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when I said Jim, I was like, ah, I was just so happy, and of course, he didn't disappoint, like, yeah. You know, again, when I get to talking about his acting, I'll tell you. So just, Jim Ike wanted to marry into the Alessio family. And so he came to Madame as a client, like, oh, can you help me get into this family, you know? And anyway, it was supposed to be this whole thing of Jim Ike trying to redeem himself for... Mm -hmm. um, and who was? Can you talk about how Jim Ike 
who Jim Ike was supposed to be marrying in this because so I he was supposed to be marrying the Corey. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So we'll talk about that too. Okay. Anyway, okay. um, Jim Ike. You know what? Maybe that should be your point. Hold, because put a pin on it. Yeah. Let's just yeah. put a pin in that. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely want to come up back to the romantic pairings. It was <laughs> very I strange. Kind of Uncle Edem. All right. Yeah. Uncle. Like anyway. Anyway, but... let's keep it real. Every Nigerian the uncle I have probably wants to marry me. So mm-hmm. and you today probably <laughs> wants to marry yeah. me. So to be fair, but I feel like, but I did feel like the uncle. Like, in what world is Jim Ike supposed to be that Corey's uncle? Like that was why I was. That was that what was I just kind kept of strange. Like, it was like what... that Corey was a little. Yeah, thing. that Corey was supposed to be like this, like little, which I feel like she killed it. But like, oh, who are these people? Like, I didn't, I didn't get what. But the don't they put? To be, so like, today, don't they put all them Genevieve in school uniform and secondary school babes? There's, there's always there's, something. There's so many layers. So many layers. Anyway, so Arisua, um, as she was kind of working to get Jim Ike to meet Simisola Elisha, who was Dakore, and just kind of get into the family, she starts uncovering that this was actually Madame's revenge plot. Years ago, Madame had a uh, child for. Um, Mr. Elisha, who's now late, who was now late, and um, Jacques Silva's character. So, Mrs. Elisha went and like literally took this baby from her. Like, she didn't even get to touch her baby. Like, they took the baby from her and like oh. just very violently. And it was actually a very gut wrenching scene. And, you know, yeah. she took the baby, and then in their care, the baby ended up dying. So, in Dakura's care specifically, um, the baby jumped from their palatial stairway and like landed on marble i guess so that was it yeah it was very sad but anyway that's general that's the general thing essentially adesua and kendi kind of uncover that madame um that you know the madame was really seeking revenge to get everything um to get the company from them like to get a lot of shares Mm -hmm. um and the whole plot was well, everybody was just doing plots, inside plots. So when this two, Adesua is thinking she's working with Madame, then Madame is going mm-hmm. to set Candy against, um, you know, set, what's that word? When you, it pits Candy against her. Then um, Candy will now go and work with uh, Dakuri on the low. Then Adesua will now go and work with Bamdele, which is, like, it was just very, it was like a. It was very convoluted. It was very convoluted. That's the exact word. That's the exact word. I, yeah, it was convoluted, and it was a little bit overwhelming. But that's the general it was. idea. Um. Mm-hmm. So so far so good. Like, what do you have to say about it? Like, I mean, I, I didn't say like, the end of the movie for a reason, but yeah, yeah. I feel like overall the, the like narratively there was just so much going on. So there's like the double cross and then the triple cross. But I felt like this was like quadruple, quadruple. crossing plus... The, like it was just... I didn't know who was doing what by a certain <sighs> point. I was like, I wasn't sure of what I was sure of anymore. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... I don't know. Like, I think it worked. Like, I think... Mm-hmm. I think it worked. I just don't think it was necessary. Yeah, I think it worked. Right. I just don't think they needed to do all that. Right. But overall, like, right. the story itself was good. I just... I wasn't believing Dakori as Jimike's niece. I couldn't. I could not. It and was... this is also mm-hmm. because Dakori and Jimike have been lovers, like, in a different... in Like, in another movie. 
right? Oh, Am I remembering okay, this wrong? Do you remember? Okay. But this is really old. This is possible. one of their Corey's first. Is I think this it? was her actual first ever movie. Mm. Jim Ike was her boyfriend in the movie. So I'm like, so now come like 20 it's years later possible. now, and he's her uncle. Like, I don't. It was kind of weird. I agree. Like the age thing. But also, I also know in Nigeria, honestly, there's some people that are called auntie. And I'm like, wait, this person was only a few years older than me. Sometimes right. our parents okay, can be true. like that. Right, yeah, right, right. Our parents can be like that where they like call this person auntie. And you know what? Yeah. Sometimes my mom, I know she's done it, you know, in a, as a very calculated move, so that those people, especially when they are men, she'll say, "Oh, this is your uncle," even though he's like four years older, to just right. give them a sense of responsibility so they don't cross the line, right? You know, and it's that thing of like, you know, how when Nigerian men want to be sleazy, don't call yeah. me this, like this, call me. Uh, so maybe, call me. yeah, okay, yeah, right. So maybe that's a, a similar kind of like thing maybe um mr elisha knew that jim ike was not that much older than his daughter but it's like okay this is your uncle everybody whatever right. yeah your uncle and- but then <laughs> even in the flashbacks jim ike was a full-grown adult you so i was just like right. i don't no 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 you're like, right so everything you just said is that right was a- but then even in the flashbacks jim ike was well. fully blown i totally agree Corey was a child i totally so, like, agree I don't know. You know what? Like, that was yeah. another thing I found strange. When they were doing flashbacks, I think when you're doing flashbacks, you change everybody. Because yes. that way, but they change were using the, real, yeah. the, the modern Joker with the modern Tinamba and the modern Jim Ike, but Jim they just Ike switched out the small Dakori. Yeah. I was like, that's a that bit weird. Yeah. Switch everyone out, or mm-hmm. you really do some crazy, like, Makeup for you know Joker Silva yeah. or something, yeah. But mm-hmm. anyways, that was that was you're right. That you're right. That kind of discredited the age thing when Jim Ike was pretty much looking the same. Meanwhile, yeah. Dakari was tiny. But that completely makes sense to me yes, as a concept it's a very of Nigerian like you would thing. need to draw those lines yep, of like you okay, you might lines. be two years older than her, but just know that you are this girl's uncle, yeah, so yeah. that you don't act stupid. Exactly. Especially with the guys. I really think that's a big reason my mom did it with the men. Like, yeah. I really believe it. But also, I think that, um, you know, in its own way, it can cause for its own type of abuse in the sense that hmm. this, I senior you, you I'm, I'm your auntie, so do what I say. So it's like, it's like a double-edged sword. But right. um, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I kind of think it's slightly safer but then again there are people that are uncle even daddy self that still cross the line so yeah i guess it or is that if they even cross the line because they are uncle, yep, because you yep, need them because you put them power. in the position of uncle yes, so it's yep. like okay now she feels safe with me now yep, she feels like absolutely. she looks at me like i'm a family member she doesn't have her guard up in the same absolutely. way so that thing can be very and it i can, have like it can backfire it can definitely backfire mm-hmm. and i have like i don't know i just have issues with certain things like i know obviously we all have like play cousins and play mm-hmm, uncles and aunties mm-hmm. in that very specific like domestic nigerian context i i have a lot of pro- like i just sometimes i'm very wary of like the ways that relationships are delineated mm-hmm. in certain spaces because it's mm-hmm. like that's what a lot of the time that is what gives rise to the abuse like you've made this Absolutely. child feel like oh this guy that is an uncle meanwhile like he's 14 like he's, he can't yep. be her uncle like he's okay. 14 and she's seven mm-hmm. so he can't be her uncle like but then you so you made it like oh he's her uncle and she's he's the he's kind of like the adult male figure yeah. that she knows and trusts and feels safe around yeah and then, yeah, they just... It can definitely backfire. And I, mm-hmm. it's true. You're right. I think that's a really great point. Um, and in this case, we can even say it did. Because look at the way this girl was not saying, I want to marry her. It was just... Yeah. yeah that shit was a bit creepy. But um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the way that we're discussing this, I feel that that idea that, oh, we don't like outright... We don't... 
Nigerians discourage revenge because they think yeah. God should fight for you. I kind of felt like it went through in the movie because, and this is the part I wanted to, that I've kind of, I caught feelings about. I feel like mm-hmm. Tinamba's character not getting anything just because she was revenging to me right. it was very painful because they took everything from her. So right. for her not to be able to get, yes, like she, she, you know, in fact, what did she even do, Steph? That was even wrong. Other than trying to, <laughs> no, it's true. Other than like messing with Adesu and Candy's, you know, friendship and all that, and then other things that maybe weren't related to their lectures, like her mm-hmm. being linked with Mega Pharma and all that. Like she had all these journeys. Oh yeah, businesses. just like but... the hundred horrible other things that she did. No, that's what I'm saying. Those other things. No, I agree that they were they were horrible. They were horrible. Especially they the mega pharma thing. But I'm just saying that they they were in terms of. But what she went down for was with the elections, and they're the ones that really wronged her. Mm. So at the end of the day, I felt that there was nothing given to her, and I feel like you literally took everything from her. Like that woman, yeah. her child is the only thing that she probably would have loved, given her mm-hmm. personality, and you took that one thing away from her. For me, that was really stressful. Like, just watching. <laughs> no, I was. No, it actually hurt my feelings no, a lot. Because okay, at first I was like, okay, at least she's getting some money because of what was done to her child. And remember, Dakori promised the money to her, so it wasn't yeah. even like she just went there to go and steal it. It wasn't like some heist or some shit. Yeah, she got greedy and tried to take more, but like at the end of the day, I was just like, this woman lost her child. Like, and you mm. had no only, no only. Okay, the child dying was an accident. But you taking the child wasn't an accident. To me, that's very traumatic. Right. And they didn't really do anything to right that wrong. So I was like, mm-hmm. I think it's fair that she takes something. Like, even if it's 10%, five, whatever. Mm. But, but I, yeah. yeah. They left no, nothing so for her. True. That kind of hurt me. I, I wasn't happy about that at all. That yeah, and you're right. But I think, too, if you even look at the way that the movie was set up, mm-hmm. like, they kind of set her up as the antagonist, like, from Jump. So I, I mm-hmm. kind of knew, like, I was I didn't catch she ended up with nothing because I knew that was what they were going to do from the beginning. Yeah, and I kind of, and it just sucked because you find out halfway through that everything she's trying to get, Thank she's, you. she's due. To Thank be you. fair, any, everything that she was trying to get, mm-hmm. she was due. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the way they had constructed they had set the up movie, like this they had set her up as the antagonist from the beginning. Yes. And I think it's just it also just speaks to that same kind of I I feel like that Nigerian sensibility that we have when it comes to who when it comes to who is wrong. And I feel like yes. we think about we think more we think about retribution in terms of who was wrong last, yeah. not who was actually just who, where wrong. did it start? Yeah, when, you know not what? where did it start? We think about who was last wrong. Yes, but well, like, that shows in yeah the way that a lot the of the way we resolve conflict. Yes, yep. the way conflict ends up being resolved. Yep. Like that girl was yep. not that lady was not going to end up with anything. It, at the end of that story me, i can't even lie yeah like, just watch because okay at first she didn't get the shares but i was like at least she didn't go to jail and next thing you see, see them coughing her and taking her i was like really yeah they should have just taken her to jail. do you know i would have liked her to go to jail because she's a criminal but mm-hmm. i would have liked her to know that at least when i come out 25 percent or 20 percent of uh, the, the bar was daraja is waiting mm. for me like for me that would have been like a fair because again you did and do you remember how cold and fucking heartless Jokes took that baby from her. Cold Did you bitch. see I how couldn't she believe it. Do you remember when she fell on the floor, you know, trying to like even just pick up all her hmm. insides that have just been ruined by <laughs> a whole human being <laughs> living child inside birth. her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you remember Jokia just walked out like, don't even touch my skirt. Yep. 
it was mm. so no that was very it was horrible yeah, yeah. And, I, and i definitely like for that reason when i saw that i was like damn this woman has all the reason to do this to this family but yeah again like to try to overdo it mm-hmm. and yeah but um, but i think even the way mm-hmm. that they even the way that the film also set up the relationship between the guy like i think you could tell like you kind of had clues basically the the movie was telling us who to regard as the guilty party exactly. from the beginning exactly. and that was it was that the woman it was seen and exactly. character because they didn't even like construct the relationship between like obviously it was an affair it was an extramarital affair that the electro guy was having with the tinamba's character but at the end of the day they made her just look like a, a like a wench like he yep. was just his bed wench that yep. happened to have his bastard and so why should yep. you care about what happens you... to this woman and my her bastard my feminist perception of that was like i was like this is how they treat women that are not married that kind yeah. of stress me out too mm-hmm. i'm like once a woman is not married they just treat her children like bastards they treat her um like they believe that essentially like anything you do to a whore is okay Mm -hmm. so for me that was to me kind of reinforced that message i don't know if that's what they were thinking when they wrote it but that's Mm. kind of how it looked to me and i don't know i caught feelings i won't lie but let me tell you some standout moments i have to point out arisua and candy um candy bankoli that scene of where they they really showed their loyalty and friendship, the way they were like locked in for life. The scene where yes. her parents were trying to sell her into sex trafficking. Oh yeah. And Adisua mm-hmm. dropped a million and put it on the table hmm. and took her friend away. That was so mm-hmm. incredible. Like to be honest with you, mm-hmm. like I cried there. I cried when she and Adisua were hugging Aww. so that Adisua could go to jail. Like I cried. I was like, this is. And I was like, I'm sure Banky cried when he watched this scene too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously, I also kind of uh, resented Tinamba's character. I'm like, look at the foolish woman. I tried to, this foolish woman tried to break this type of friendship. Haba. Mm-hmm. But it was really and nice that, was that what, they stuck together. Yeah. And that was also one of the things too where I was like, okay, this woman wasn't just the victim that maybe we might want her to be in our own feminist like mm-hmm. thinking was the way that she was ready to fuck over this one ah, anybody, like, anybody was about to anybody yep. was about to get it like she had her own agenda she had her yeah. own motivations and they were also selfish and coming from like whether where, wherever those motivations were coming from mm-hmm. that doesn't change the fact of what she was willing to do in order to True. get her revenge True. and so again, that does say something about your character. And I yeah, think, like I mean, it, she was pretty does. fucked up. Like she, she was, was, yeah, pretty. But she, you know, she ain't no V. You know, V from Orange Is the New Black. We don't need to yeah. <laughs> remember V. Yes. To me, that's the one woman. She and oh V from God. Orange Is the New Black. And what's the name of that woman from uh, Handmaiden Still? The one. Lo- oh, I never big, watched the Handmaiden Still. Okay, yeah, there are literally some women that I don't care. If you like the woman times 20, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, so, but for her, I don't know. I, as I said, I still had some more sort of sympathy. Yeah. Yes, but you know what? Even Adesua, uh, her character, like, she was a drug mule. I Me, mean, first of all, okay, whatever. I don't really have any feelings about that. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, I don't. I don't. Like, for me, it's, when this, like, the whole drug thing, when it starts sinking in for me, is when, they start saying, oh, look at the impact it's had on maybe this yeah. population. That's when my brain starts saying, oh, shit. But if you're saying someone's a drug meal, maybe for, like, 
something that people actually enjoy weed or <laughs> ecstasy i'm just like please i don't even want to hear this shit like i just kind of unlook mm-hmm. because you know whatever but anyway i just character as well like that could have been something they could have easily villainized her given where she came mm-hmm. from what she did for a living but i think that they really tried to paint her as like a good person and meted out like fair punishment to her later oh yeah yeah fair yeah i definitely felt like it was fair yeah she i think she she went to jail like at the end right for like a bit yeah Yeah, like as i'm sorry but she needed to go to jail like you are pushing Mm -hmm. like i like the fact that the reality of the world that this was happening in separate from the characters was also Mm -hmm. taking into consideration like okay you were actually doing crimes and you Mm -hmm. have to like pay for that in the world in the world that is separate from whatever is going on between yeah yeah yeah, there was. I think they 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 figured it out pretty well in that way. And yeah, um, I also love the like the drug bust scene where when they met Madame Madame Anything like the first oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that scene as well because at this time I was really killing it in that uh, Mommy Geo type of outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so true. That yes, shit was, was funny, and I think she kind of won me. I wish I saw. Okay, let me tell. You, I wish I saw Adisua and Candy do more exceptional things because they were pretty mm. exceptional for like what was written in the movie. I wish they made them do more exceptional things. You know, getting right. a bit more BS. You know, like. The only thing we really saw was when she, for example, the drug busting, and then one time she stole some thing and ran out of one building. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't oh, really... Well, yeah. but also when they were... Remember when she and Dakori were... When we initially, when they first, like, whatever, the plan... Oh, that when she was to pretending to be the, the bottle girl, yeah. right. Then, right. as should that have... Her bottle girl acting was trash, but the plan... <laughs> to get them like how candy was close by with the yeah, phone blocking yeah, with the, the signal phone. i yes. fucked with that i was like yeah yes, that was this fun. is like give me spy drama yes, like give me action give you. me midnight thriller you know like i was definitely like, with that shit but yeah. i was like i was like can the current notice that something is wrong how can someone have so many things just go wrong in one night. Me that one one night. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once things start looking too funny, and was things start looking too serendipitous. Like, that ex- yeah. That's what I just said. Things just become so serendipitous. And mm-hmm. I'll just be like, mm, 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 mm. I smell mm-hmm. it. Something's wrong. Right. Yep. But, so that, well, as a rich man's daughter that she was supposed to be, I guess people like her don't really was, think about that. She was out of touch. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. She was, like, she was oh, definitely yeah. out of touch. Her brother was even mm. more out of touch. Yeah. Speaking of rich man's character, Dakori kind of Ate that rich girl behavior, sir. Bitch. For the first time, <laughs> listen, Tayo. Listen. Let me tell you, no, 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 no. let me facts, facts, facts. Let <laughs> me just, let me just lay this red carpet for her. First of all, first of all, first of all, for the first time, I've watched all these bling Lagosians, all these Nigerian mm-hmm. movies that try, that try to portray wealth. This is the first time I have a feeling living in bondage would be the next one I'll be impressed by. But yes, this first time. This was the first time I was able to see a girl who played a genuinely wealthy girl and it was believable. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that whole fake darling. Oh, yes. You know that nonsense talk they tried yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. really, like, even the simple dresses she wore and, like, nice shoes, designer yeah. purses, it was just so believable. Like, yes. It was she lives so... her life. That's her real life. Right. It was definitely... <laughs> <laughs> but... Like, I don't even know that much about her, but then now that you say it, I'm not surprised. Like, she really owned that shit. Yeah, she owned it. I think she just turned 40 last year. Mm -hmm. But, like, I believed her as an early 30s, like, whatever, or a late 20s, rich, young heiress, whatever. But Mm -hmm. can I just say, though, because you bring up being Legosians, 
I wasn't mad at Bling Negotiations. And this is why. <laughs> like, and this is why. Because I felt mm. like, okay, first of all, obviously it was ridiculous over the top satire. Like, oh. that was obviously, it was like, that was insane and ridiculous. But, Eniola, I know rich Yoruba people that are like that. That are literally <laughs> caricatures of themselves. No, I'm not like, there are people that are like that. Like, and I'm sorry, especially, and they're always Yoruba. Let's just tell ourselves the truth. You know what? Yes, Yoruba if you people... actually look at, and that's one thing, I think, being a question as what came here at Itiba, right? Was it? I don't even know, I think, to be oh, honest. I I, it was. was. Because, because you know, there's also know, Isoken, there's that movie too, that yeah, had that vibe. Isoken then was there's there, also but... Chief Daddy. The, you yeah, know, so there's... They've, all, they've had a lot of these movies In that kind of well. But I felt like, honestly, being the was, it was insane, but... I was I was entertained. Like I'm okay. not I was, I was I was definitely entertained as well. Yeah, I was definitely but I also felt like we're kidding ourselves if we actually say like we don't know people, we don't know one person who is at least one person, one big auntie that is yes. like that. Let's just be real. So Tyler, <laughs> you know what? I feel you, but here's the thing with the aunties that I know that are very rich or like mm-hmm uncles that you're about they don't do that whole darling no they're very <laughs> no they have that oh and bear wells you know mm-hmm. they're like ah mm-hmm. you know like they don't they don't care about all that because like they're not they're not into that like trying to sound english at home this yeah to but, kids like yeah See, but get, can, I, can we now get mm-hmm. into some cultural nuance here because mm-hmm. what you're saying is right and mm-hmm. that's one subset of very yeah. of like the wealthy Europe. And I feel like most of the people who live that world, like let's just like to just say plainly, I feel like rich Yoruba Muslims. And I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, it also has to do, I don't know whether it has to do with religion, but where mm-hmm. I've noticed it more is like the way that like Yoruba Muslims, for example, and rich yeah. Yoruba Muslims engage wealth is very different than ah. the way that like the Lagosian, oh, yeah, so. rich Yoruba Lagosians, quote unquote. Like, because so if you notice, like out of all the like tribes in Nigeria, I've always felt like Yoruba people, and I think this is just a fact, have more of a desire to have that proximity to like Western ideals and like mm-hmm. Western behaviors and mm-hmm. Western traits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Yorubas have that kind of complex almost mm-hmm. where they want to be as close to whatever is in 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 a western way right um but then some so, so there's a there's but then as you say there's that subset of Yorubas who just like don't care and you come into their house and they're eating on the floor like i know exactly what you're talking about i can yeah. see it in my head like they're all just yeah. like okay so let's uh, they'll be saying ah, you not go to their house you go to their and, house like, and you have there's barely do. enough furniture and you're just like yep. ah. Where's the money you'll be looking for? Like, <laughs> no, it's true. And your place, yeah. you, say, ah, this, you don't know. He owns this, that. I'm like, ah. But then you so, go to some other houses yeah, in that yeah. same Lagos. And it's like, the house is like, <laughs> a, no, see, like, uh, like this house is like, a, is like oh an event God. center. And you're walking, you can't even get through, get to the kitchen because there's so much fucking furniture in the way. Like, that's that house, true. I feel like, that's too, true, that's true. like, you know what, you're very, right. There's definitely different There's stuff. definitely a type. Different, yeah, there's different types. And you're I right. think different the type inspire. that they were going for in Bling Negotiations is a very specific iteration of that rich Yoruba family that lives mm-hmm. in Lagos. Mm-hmm. But even though obviously it was over the top and it was like a lot, it mm-hmm. was excessive, but I think they were definitely onto something real. It was just me. I was entertained, Sha. <laughs> ah, it was entertaining, Sha, but girl, I, I'm sorry, I can't get over that, like, that speak. 
that whole, like that whole way that they talk. No, that's that's we speak what they mess, and I think we speak. That's what you're getting. I think that's what's holding you up. Exactly. That's what's holding me up. It's because... so annoying. So now, Jim, I let's talk about Jim Ayak. I think the first thing he said that was like, "My boy is back." <laughs> when um, Tineva's character told Adesua, "Come downstairs, look simple, wear glasses." You know, she she talks very. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she's a woman of few words. And then Adesua came downstairs, and Jim Ike, like paused and looked at her. And then when she said something, Jimai goes, she's perfect. And I was like, <laughs> I screamed. I was like, my Jeez. boy is back. <laughs> I think I have woken my friend up. She was like, why? I'm like, listen, you don't know what I'm experiencing here. This is pure Jim Ike, like effortless, magnetic humor. Like, and you know what? I think that Jim Ike. Um, even though, like, obviously he's been given a script and he follows it, I do think that he ad-libs in ways that are genuinely just him. Oh, yes. Like, there I actually is think a, a lot Jim of Ike flavor. He's typecast for a reason. Yep. Yep. He gets typecast for a reason. So I'm like, this guy must be like this in some way. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. Like, 100%. Like, I know. <laughs> you know, there's some people that you just know that this is you in real life. Yes, like, you are, like, you're not really acting. This is, you're not really acting. This is you. <laughs> Jim Ike has this crazy, I don't even know what it is that he brings to these roles. That mm-hmm. bad boy. Well, then, because you remember that, like back then, he was like always the bad boy boyfriend mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes, he brought yes. the, the gangster boy child mm-hmm, that had all the mm-hmm. babes and blah, blah, blah. So he's always had that kind of bad boy yes. energy. But I feel like now he has like bad boy rich nigga energy and that's why i fucking love like yeah well you forgot fuck boy too because that's okay yeah i'm fuck boy listen he (laughs) He does he does listen we'll take the fuck boy for the other two parts because i love (laughs) his that energy that he has right now where i feel like he has just found his place in like the nollywood world or the nollywood landscape of like Mm -hmm. yeah i'm this bad boy and and i'm still that bad boy yep Yep. and nobody's ever gonna do better than me and i'm still gonna stay bad boy until i'm 65 yeah you're still gonna cast me in these roles and i'll be a geriatric bad boy if you need to I'll be that commercial bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. Like, he really, you know, and just, I don't know if you remember the scene where Adesua had done some sparking for him. And when she, as she, like, was walking away, she was walking away. And when she was walking away, I go, (laughs) like, he blew a kiss at her. (laughs) (laughs) No. Listen, when I laughed when it happened, I was like, yo, I would be so upset if someone did this shit to me. Like, I just poured out my heart. I was being very honest. I'm angry Mm -hmm. there and I'm blowing kiss. I was stoning you. But you know what? I was (laughs) in that, I mean, for the movie, I was dying of laughter. I'm like, this guy is so annoying. I can't deal. Yeah. But um, But you know who that, but you know what that is too? That thing of like, I feel like Jim Ike is that guy that you, that you know that you would hate this guy in real Like, if that was you, you would hate this guy. <laughs> but but you secretly fuck him and not tell your friends. Yeah. That's that guy. You'll be, like, that exact guy. You'll be like, you'll be like, that foolish boy. I mean, I don't talk to you. Stupid boy. But you fuck like... behind your back. <laughs> Jim Aiko, he's hilarious. Honestly, like, he's I really so think much. he's a gem and I'm so thankful he's back. Mm-hmm. And I'm just happy that, like, him, Ramsey, Genevieve, you know, they're just fitting right into... Well, they created it anyways. But I was going to say, yeah. they're fitting right into the new Nollywood. And I really love when the new and old blend. Um, mm-hmm. it, for me, it's such a good thing. And, like, I just enjoy seeing it. There's some things I like to just see new faces completely. 
But some, yeah. when they yeah when they when they blend together like this one, I also think it was effective because sometimes I feel like some movies would do it in such a way. Not that I can think of any right now, but some movies might do it in such a way that um, maybe it's only the veterans that have the important roles. Oh yeah, yes. But this mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm. everyone seemed to just have like an important role to play, and I really liked that. And um, so, do you have any alternate endings? For the movie. Oh, an alternate ending. Okay, so my like the alternate ending, honestly, that I would have done for this movie. So, okay, this is one part that we didn't talk about, but I love me. I love love. Okay. You know, I love love. Okay, let's and do I just it. feel like Kane Day and her pastor boy deserve oh. more. They deserved more out <laughs> of so that story. Like that was that that oh to me God. was like one of the realest parts of the movie. Mm. Like to me. Because even though it was just like a side um mm-hmm. whatever, like a side storyline, I felt like they really did make a connection and mm-hmm. I felt like he mm-hmm. really did feel betrayed. And the fact that because to to be to be in this life this is a very like transient itinerant mm-hmm. like you're not even keeping you don't keep relationships mm-hmm. you don't stay close to people you don't reveal your identity you don't do so many things and for the fact that she went back for him mm-hmm. i was like damn like she really felt, liked like him. she really did like him like and so i was like can the I was my, cute. <laughs> let me bring my ah, he was fine ah mm-hmm. that pastor was fine but can i let me bring my I feel like, and I love this balance because you love love. I love mm-hmm. love too, but I'm a bit more grouchy about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think, um, for me, I was kind of irritated when she went to beg him. But, um, hmm. and I was also kind of irritated when Adiswa on her way to jail was saying, what of your person? I'm like, girl, better focus on you people. What are you bringing up this man? It's true. I was like, when were people Oh, did she ask about the pastor? She did. When they were taking her to, like, when they were crying, mm. hugging each other and, um, I just saw was Candy was like, well, why don't we both go to jail since we both did it? And Candy's like, um, I just was like, mm, no, I'm the one that made you do it. It's okay, I'll go Aww. to jail. Yeah, we to me that's like what. Listen, man, I just saw I was writing from the, she the, was from scene writing, one. Listen, that lo- one scene one. Okay, so now like... for me, loyalty. Oh, for yeah, me, loyalty. loyalty. Uh, but both Virgos, so we get this. Mm-hmm. But especially like for me, I have to say loyalty is one of my biggest turn-ons. Like I mm-hmm. love a fiercely loyal person because that's how I am. Once mm-hmm. I like say this is the person that you know, this is the person I'm fucking with. It's actually crazy because I think sometimes it even affects me because I might even go hard, which is something I've learned. But mm-hmm. sometimes I go harder for my the people I love when they're mad at someone than they themselves. And yeah. later they make up with the person and I'm not the And then you not be there beefing. Standing on the sideline. Yeah, I'll be beefing uh, on their behalf. Beefing on their behalf. On. <laughs> but no, but I feel like that's the, that loyal, that's that's why I just want Candy Spencer to me. Like even when I wrote the thing about this movie, I said it's about family, crime and revenge. When I thought of family, it wasn't really the elections I was thinking about. I was thinking about Addis mm. and um candy because to me that was mm. the family like oh yeah yep 100 you know, it was right? bloody amazing just seeing them sisterhood again ah oh mom You're it was so crazy right. yeah it was i loved it but yes. you know what i was definitely relieved that the pastor came back for her later did he um, come back he did and <gasps> the, and he didn't even talk i'm not gonna lie i like that kind of thing when there's no speech, just go for the what? kiss. Because did I sleep for like the last Maybe you did because she was standing on the balcony. You know, I just had legs. So she was just standing on the balcony. I didn't oh. know what she was doing. And the pastor just came up to her and she was, she froze. She couldn't even do oh. anything. And he just like, 
pulled her clothes and leaned it for the most beautiful kiss ever. I was fucking with it. Like, okay, well, then like, fuck my alternative. <laughs> like, this happened. Like, this was in the movie, so it I'm good. Yep, I'm You're fine. Good. This was a perfect <laughs> movie. 10 over 10. 100%. Yeah. Rotten tomatoes, fresh tomatoes. I love this movie. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but you know what? For me, I think that tied it up really nicely, too. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? Because I just, because if, again, this is another person now that truly like i guess he really loves her i guess mm-hmm. that's my guess and i liked that at first he told her fuck you fuck up because yeah. he owned oh, yes. his anger and resentment it wasn't yeah. that big forgiveness that nigerians love to preach it was a yeah. very natural so when he came back i really liked that and i'm like now that she has lost something i like that she has this pastor boyfriend thing mm-hmm. and the truth is if there's a part two at this well, I'll probably be the only one still in crime. And yeah. Kende, yep. And she'll probably be doing it really well because you know she's going to work for the FID for five years, which is like mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like Okay, the FBI. yeah, that was her. Okay, I did yep. hear that. Like she yeah. gave them she's supposed to go she and work. Made yep. a deal. Yep. She made a deal. She was supposed to go to prison for uh, 20 years, but she said she's supposed to work with FID. So mm-hmm. I believe that what's gonna happen is if there's ever a part two, I just is going to be still be a career criminal, but a righteous mm-hmm. one because you know yeah. she's She's, there's two of them are kind of righteous criminals, which I like them. Mm-hmm. I like I, I can fuck with yeah, righteous criminal. But um, two of them were righteous criminals, and I think that what will happen is if Candy ever joins in, in in any capacity, it will be more mm-hmm. of like a shelter. Like Candy will be more like the person that offers her shelter when she needs to hide. Oh yeah, things like that. Yeah, it's like the mm-hmm. sidekick, but not. But mm-hmm. then they may be the one doing the online. Okay, I'm tracking this for you. I'm hacking yeah. this. So maybe Candy will be the computer guru that like mm-hmm. figure things out. Oh, I've gotten you an itinerary. I've sent you fake mm-hmm. passports, shit like that. Yeah. And at this, I'll be the one going into fight front line. You know, so that's that's like kind of how I see like I guess a new beginning or mm-hmm. to be continued, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they'll continue. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Oh, that was fun. I like that. It was. It was. Yeah, I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. Even though it was a bit confusing, but ah, I did actually a... really like the movie. Convoluted. That was, yeah. That's literally the perfect one. <laughs> but I, I yeah, it, it, you could pull something out of it. So yeah, it was nice. for sure. And the performances nice. too were really yes. good. Like I thought everyone like came with, um, Dakori, like just special mention to Dakori. Like I feel, yeah, yep. everybody did their thing, but mm-hmm. damn, like Dakori for the few scenes that she was in, she mm-hmm. was like she brought every like hundred percent, which I really like, and it was different too. Okay, so there was one scene that I'm not even gonna front. I was dying because I was like, I want to see Tyra in this situation. Hopefully, it's not <laughs> something you know really um, like genuinely aggressive. Mm-hmm. But when those area boys were shouting at Dakori for some club. <laughs> <laughs> And she now ran inside that this was car. I was like, this is peak Lagos. Because Look. you're going in your fucking fancy cars and like speaking mm-hmm. funny and carrying Gucci bag. Meanwhile, the person that is watching your car hasn't eaten today. <laughs> so what the fuck do you think is going to happen? <laughs> exactly. Like, that was peak Lagos. And let me yeah. tell you, that's to me one of, that was one what that was one of my highlights in the movie. I was like, this is a bloody highlight. Like mm-hmm. I was screaming. No, because it was, the way it was they actually say, ah, it was real. <laughs> it was so real. It was so real. Like that part, I thought they actually got that part. Like the nightlife 
and the but the other side of the nightlife like the yes. things that the nightlife is not just about what's happening inside the no, club like Lagos nightlife too happens on the on yeah. the road outside the club on the ro- yeah, and that was I feel like that they got that part really they well. killed it and I think that for they use real area boys I think there was the mm. leader was not a real area boy he was that one looked like an actor but mm. the other boys were they seemed like or maybe they're just really really good actors they because you know sometimes they'll use some fake area boys they're just saying like, yeah not by force but the way they were like threatening to like cut her and like grab her back. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you know for me yeah that was real you know remember do you remember that conversation indigenous nigerians i'm not going to that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, I would have Shaya. had a fucking aneurysm outside Shaya. that floor. That was me. That, I would have that. That's like, why I said. That's why I said. I want, like, I, I, hopefully, it's nothing crazy, but it would be something I would pay. Tyler, I would literally give someone. <laughs> I would pay someone hundred bucks to watch you like shake Enola, at the top of area boys looking at you. Straight to the king. Straight <laughs> to the king. That's where I'm going. Take me to. I will spread my hands like this and close my eyes. Straight to the king. That's hilarious. What? I was like, I really, yeah. But me, okay. Obviously, I'll be scared. I'm not even gonna lie. But let me tell you, I have an area girl living inside me, and I can speak your voice. So, no. Let me tell. Oh, Lagos cab drivers. They've tried me before, and. Obviously, based on like the way I present, they're like, I lay you more. By the time mm. I start speaking, you're about to say, Ah, you know, I'm wearing me now. Like, you know, <laughs> all of them, like, everybody's like, Ah, let's just calm down. No, you know, madness hey, past madness. I would actually love to see you in action because this is your gangster. No, I have some gangster. Like, because it's be audio when I see. Ah, <laughs> it's not audio. There's action here. Too. But me, I don't like fighting. <laughs> so it's, it's like a weird yeah. thing. I like to, I like to, I like, you know, the Yorubas, we have this culture of like teasing. Yeah. Uh, we, we tease violence. We don't really try to get violent. Like when yeah. we say, whoa, my friend, it's about, so I can, I can play in that realm. But mm-hmm. when it starts getting real, I'm out. Real violence. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I yeah, that was fight. yeah, that was hilarious, Tyler. Like when no, I that said, was like, so God, funny. I really want eh? to. I'm just actually trying to think about myself. Like in that, <laughs> no, I would Tyler like leave my body. I would leave my entire existence in that moment. And do you know? Go. Do you know what me I would have done? Okay, she didn't have money on her, so that was tougher. Yeah. I would have said, "What is this? Why are you shouting? Is it because of money? Come and think." Like oh, that's all I've done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, tell you, I'm telling you that I'm an area girl. Like I have that <laughs> in me. Like my grandmother lived in similar area. Like I grew up in Akaka. So yeah. Yeah. So like there's some things I just kind of yeah. Know. You have that energy. Like you know, yeah. You I know have how that to energy. Have the energy. Yes. Yeah. And I've seen my mom because my mom. You know, my mom's a lawyer, and when she was younger, she did more criminal law. Mm. So I've seen the way my mom handles. Like they all, all these people. Like they like they prostrate when they see her and stuff. So I kind of mm. learned to. She tried to keep us away from it, but like I've tried, you know, I've, I feel like I've created my own like bubble around that. I know the personality yeah. I take on once I get into certain yeah, areas. I'm exactly. like, yeah. So for me, it's like a, it's like a character. I just put on yeah, this character. Exactly, it's code switching. Like you're just yeah, code I code. Oh, your... I can fucking code switch for like <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just yes. I have my admiral code switch. <laughs> So uh, you know, I, you know, I have it like that a little bit until it's time for action. But um, yeah, I think that's the end of our episode. Okay, so um, I, we've come to the end of this episode, and we're just curious um, to all of our listeners. 
tell us your experience with area boys in Lagos. Like, what's, mm-hmm. you know, nightlife, daylife. We know, yeah, but let's know your experience with, like, Lagos, um, you know, nightlife or area boy experience. And we'd love to mm-hmm. share the experience on another yeah. episode. Yeah, that would be And awesome. if you're a pussy like me, tell us how you <laughs> ran away. Tell us that one too. <laughs> We want to know. Absolutely, absolutely. We really want to know. Um, but that's the end of the episode. And thank you all for listening. And to God, to God be the glory. glory. <laughs>